Welcome to Franklin Covey's Be a Better Leader series. I'm honored to be your host. My name is Lena Rinne and I serve as the Vice President of Consulting for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be a Better Leader, we're talking all about how to help your leaders become more successful. And in this episode, we'll be breaking down the old, outdated ways of leadership and we're focusing on a more relevant and more timely style of leadership, becoming a trust and inspire leader. We're going to discuss why this shift in leadership style is critical to the success of your organization and how it can solve some of the biggest problems that leaders face today. You know, much of the world still operates from a command and control style of leadership. But with the way the world is rapidly changing, this way of leadership is no longer effective. So here with us today to talk about becoming a trust and inspire leader is best-selling author and subject matter expert, Stephen M. R. Covey. Stephen, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you, Lena. Thrilled to be with you and with all our listeners and viewers. It's a real honor. Every time I'm with you, Stephen, I feel like I'm a better person for it. So truly, this is my honor. Um, tell us well, a little bit you. about the new book. So you just published this book. It's an amazing read. Tell us about this. Yeah, well, the whole idea is that the world has changed, but our style of leadership has not, or at least has not kept pace with this changing world. We're still operating too much, as you mentioned, out of the the base style of leadership that is a relic of the industrial age, the command and control mindset. We've just become better at it, yeah. more sophisticated, more, more what I call enlightened command and control. But our paradigm of how we view people, how we view leadership is still from the old model. And in this new world of work, we need a new way to lead. And I'm calling it trust and inspire. And it's all about seeing and communicating and developing and even unleashing the potential, the greatness, the talent that's inside of people. Yeah. Seeing that potential, that greatness and unleashing it for getting better results and accomplishing our purpose, but also for growing the people, yeah. both. And yeah. it's a better way to lead in our new world of work today. And, and so it's about inspiration, not just motivation. It's about caring above competing and it's really about um, unleashing the capabilities, the talents, the potential that's inside of people. And that's the great opportunity of our times because there's far more potential and talent that people have to give than they're, being, than they're either able to or even allowed to give. Mm -hmm. And what if we could unleash that? Trust and Inspire will unleash that potential. It's amazing. And you describe it so well. Some of the wording that you use is so compelling. Even this command and control versus trust and inspire. Can we go back to when we hear command and control? What, 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 is, what does that mean exactly? Because it sounds so severe, but I might be a command and control leader and not even realize that I am. So tell us about what is command and control and why that's no longer relevant. Yeah, you're exactly right, Lena, that uh, command and control, no one would call themselves, I'm a command and control leader. And, and yet, it's still the prevailing style. And it, it's, it's an enlightened version of it that's, that has brought in good things like emotional intelligence and strengths and mission and trustworthiness and things. So there's a, there's a better version of it today that we're operating with. But the idea is that the focus is really on, on getting results, which is a good thing, but people are kind of, we, we do it through people 
and we leverage, we utilize, we work through them, but people are the means to the end, and the end is just results. And, and, uh, and again, we need the results, but how we do it with the people is a big dif differentiator. And command and control, the focus is on efficiency. Mm -hmm. The focus is on, um, you know, just, a, a, you know, util using and utilizing people to get those results. It's on motivation, you know, so I, it's carrot and stick. I provide more carrots, more sticks to, to try to get the kind of behavior, to move it, to manipulate it, to, to, to bring it about. Um, again, it's not a bad thing per se. It's just, it's missing the, the potential of the people that help us achieve these results, of growing the people, developing it and unleashing it. It's missing the potential of not just motivating, but inspiring people, of lighting the fire within and letting that, that can burn on for months or even years without kind of the need to constant new stimuli, new, new motivation, new carrots, new sticks that we throw out there. And, and so it's just missing so many of the pieces where the focus is on efficiency too much. And look, we need to be efficient. But let's be efficient with things and effective with people. So you manage things, you lead people. At the extreme, a command and control manager, they start to manage people as if they were things. Yes. And the danger with that is you'll end up with no people and a lot of things <laughs> because right. people, they won't want to be a part of it. They've got too many choices and options today. And, if, and, and people today don't want to be managed. Yeah. People want to be led. They want to be trusted. They want to be inspired. And so yeah. that's it. It's just kind of the old model of leadership that has just become a better version of it, an enlightened version of it, but still not quite on target relevant for our new world of work where people want to be led, not managed, inspired, right. not really motivated. You know, I love the distinction you make because you can get, you can get results in this command and control, but it's not effective results, right? I mean, people, to your point, people don't want to be a little cog in a machine anymore. I mean, I don't know that they ever wanted to be that, but they certainly right. don't today. You know, one of the phrases you use that is um, really resonates with me is you talk about the idea that a leader's job is to unleash the potential of their team. And that phrase is really inspiring to me. Speaking of inspiration, that's ins unleash the potential. Can you share more about what that means and what that looks like? Absolutely. So this is it's foundational of a trust and inspire leader. I start with these fundamental beliefs that collectively comp comprise a paradigm of how I view people, how I view leadership. And this kind of paradigm, these beliefs are a more complete, a more accurate, um, a, a more timely and relevant paradigm of people and of leadership for our day, for our times. And it starts with this very first fundamental belief that, that I believe that people have greatness inside of them. I see the greatness, the potential, the talent, the creativity, the ingenuity that's inside of people. And that's my starting point, not just of some, but of everyone. Yes. And so I, if I start with that belief, then it becomes clear that my job as a leader is to try to unleash this potential, not to try to contain it or control it. Mm -hmm. And that's the danger of command and control is that that tends to be about controlling people, whereas trust and inspire is about releasing and unleashing 
people, their greatness, their potential, their talent. But it starts with that fundamental belief of how we see people. Do they have greatness inside of them? Or does everyone have greatness inside of them? Or is it just some? Yeah. You know, and, and think about our systems and structures that so often flow out of kind of the old, the old model of command and control, where we fill out forms and rate people and we'd rate the high potential people but what does that say about everybody else? Yes. They don't have high potential. They don't have greatness inside of them. So that's an inaccurate or an incomplete paradigm of seeing people that some people have greatness and others don't. Right. The whole premise here is I have a growth mindset, not just for myself, but for everyone. And I see my job as a leader is to, to both to see the greatness in others to see the potential, to communicate it to them so they come to see it in themselves to develop it and then to unleash it. So in a sense, it's like a garden and I'm a gardener. As a leader, I'm a gardener that is trying to create the right conditions for the seed to flourish, to grow, to blossom, to develop. And, and if I see myself as a gardener, my role is to create the conditions, but the power is in the seed. The life is in the seed. Same with people. If people have greatness inside of them, it's already there in them. My job as a gardener is to create the right conditions for that greatness to flourish, to grow, to develop. And so we still are about getting results because any good leadership approach has results in it. But the idea of Trust and Inspire is this. It's getting results in a way that grows people, in a way that creates trust. That's the idea. You know, a couple things you said that really resonate with me. I think sometimes it's easy to see see potential in people that are either like me or that I like, right? I mean, it's easy to see the potential in the people that I'm, um, you know, that I'm with. But sometimes I've seen it's harder for leaders to see potential in people that I'm not like or people that I don't like, right? And I think this idea of the garden is a beautiful analogy because every seed has potential and I don't want to take the analogy too far, but it doesn't matter whether I like the tomatoes or not. It still has the potential there. Every seed, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I love, I love that. I, I really do, Lena, because, you know, we tend to trust those that we're like and that we yes. identify with in our tribe, so to speak. Yes. But oftentimes don't for those that we don't know as well or, or not quite as much alike. But we, if, we do, if we don't do that, lead with this, we're seeing the potential, but then unleashing it through the extension of trust, then we're leaving too much talent, too much greatness, too much potential undeveloped or underutilized, not recognized, not valued. I love how, um, it, I think it was Henry David Perot, uh, Thoreau, how Thoreau put it, he said, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. And so when you see potential and greatness and talent in everyone, then you, you, you gain a stewardship, a sense of responsibility that I see it. So my job now is to try to develop it and unleash it of the people. That's a stewardship that I have is to unleash that kind of potential, that kind of talent of everyone, not just those who we are, we are like or that we like. Yes. I like how you express that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and just to the point you just made, this is really where those results come from. I mean, you need to get results one or the other, but 
But there, there's real benefit to creating results through this type of leadership um, rather than through the command and control. And absolutely, and here's why. You think about it. Um, we, we need results, but if you get results through people just by utilizing, using them, leveraging them, push to the extreme again, you could, you could try, start to treat them like things and, and, um, and, and, um, and over, overdo it. And, and they are just a means to an end. We need the end results. People are just the means to the end. The idea of trust and inspire is we, we have two ends. Yeah. We do have the ends of the results. We need to get results. We need to get great results. Everyone does. And we need to do it in a way that grows the people. So people are not a means to an end. They are an end yeah. in and of, its, of themselves, as well as the growth of the people, as well as the outcome, the results that we need to get. And the advantage of this type of approach is that your, uh, your capacity to get results in the future has just gone up because you've grown the capabilities and the talents of the people. So there's more, there's more capacity. There's more ability. There's more capability to perform in the future. It's a better quality result that you've achieved with more capacity for the future. So it's a far better way to lead. Whereas command and control, you might get the result, but you haven't grown the people and therefore haven't created more capacity to get future results. And you got to keep hover overing, micromanaging this type of thing to do it in the future. And again, that's at the extreme, but the more common way is that we still are not focusing on the growth of the people as an equal yes. to the attaining the results. They're yeah. both vital. They're both ends. Yes. Yes. No one wants to be a means to an end. Simply that. No one wants to be a thing. <laughs> no. no one wants to be managed. Yes. No People one wants want to, to be managed. managed. That's exactly it. People well, want to be led. They want to be trusted. They want to be inspired. They want to be inspired. You know, if, if we all think about this, when we've had a leader like that in our lives, we respond to it. Yes. And we rise to the occasion when we have a trust inspired leader. We, 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 with such a leader, you don't need to be managed. Yeah. You, you, it brings out the best in all of us. And we want to prove that trust justified. And we want to rise to the occasion and perform better and give it back. And, and it's, it's a beautiful approach, mm -hmm. a better way to lead, mm -hmm. a new way to lead in a new world of work. Absolutely. It's what we need today. Trust and inspire. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your insight, Stephen. As I mentioned, every time I'm with you, I'm better for it. So thank you. And I'm sure that our watchers and our listeners will feel the same. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Elaine. I love being with you as well. And so for those of you who are watching or who are listening, as you think about leadership today, ask yourself if you're truly seeing the potential in each member of your team. Are you doing all that you can to build trust, inspire, and unleash their potential? And what actions could you take today to do this? For more helpful resources on becoming a trust and inspire leader, visit us at franklincovey.com. Thank you.